of good vibes with robert alexander um if this is your first time listening to my podcast welcome uh if you've been a long time listener thank you so much for the continued support um if you are a long time listener then you know that it's been over a year since my last episode and i want to quickly speak on that before getting into this episode um i think that a lot comes with transparency slash vulnerability um and what i found was that even though this podcast is created out of genuine desire and um, intention of, you know, inspiring others to be vulnerable so that they can get to the root of their problems and heal, like most teachers or preachers or anyone um, who speaks to subjects, sometimes I um, could get teachy and I didn't mind. I don't think that it, that my episodes lacked validity, um, but what that what it meant to me and what it began to feel like for me was um kind of clawing for uh content and subjects and sometimes i would speak to a lesson that i then had to learn and it was as though i was speaking challenges into existence and that became really really a little bit too real for me at times um and so I just needed to take a break I felt like I needed to take some time to listen more and speak less but I had a fantastic conversation with my cousin Brittany who spoke about how there are so many podcasts out now um that she couldn't personally relate to there are a lot of people with microphones and recording equipment just kind of talking about any and everything Um, And she really made me feel good about the content that I created. And so I kind of racked my brain about how I can produce something that is of substance and that is helpful and appreciated to people, but that doesn't compromise my peace or personal life. (laughs) Um, So with that being said, I feel very comfortable right now. I feel like I've found that middle ground of transparency and willingness to share um things that i've experienced or things that i think that other people can relate to and also kind of incorporate incorporate the the audience that i'm speaking to i've also decided that i want to kind of wrap up everything that i do and put it under one one page one platform and so as a hairstylist i have so many amazing conversations with my clients y'all know we we therapize one another (laughs) in my studio and i appreciate all of you guys so 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 much and with that being said i kind of want to use that format to discuss certain things and also bridge the gap of what it means to be a stylist and what it means to be an entrepreneur and what it means to 
pour into others and also take that time to pour into yourself so that the cup continuously runneth runs over <laughs> runneth over um so with that being said let me get right into the episode for the past couple of weeks i have been kind of sharing a video that i finally watched um or i shouldn't say finally watched i had seen it a few years ago uh steve harvey video where he spoke about writing down 300 things that you would like to see happen in your life and the number 300 always kind of scared me away because that's a lot 300 things upon initially hearing that i think most people think i couldn't even think of 300 things but the exercise to me is to inspire expansion of the mind as you continue to write these 300 things you have to stretch your imagination stretch your belief system stretch what you think is attainable for you and i think that that exercise in and of itself is uh is a fantastic way to facilitate and inspire growth and that's what the exercise did for me so with that being said um i wanted to speak on just one of the 300 list items that i did come up with and that is number 114 which is to just breathe and that conversation is really important to me because as an entrepreneur um i think that most entrepreneurs are naturally anticipatory where we are constantly anticipating what needs to be done next to continue our momentum you know to continue to succeed and like most things you know they become they advance and become bigger and more complex and so what was required of us in year one is not the same as year five it's not the same as year 10 won't be the same as year 15 and here i am approaching my 14th year professionally and though i am infinitely stronger than i was then i'm still human and i want to recognize that with this episode and so with that being said um being anticipatory for me means that i'm constantly looking towards the future even on my way to sleep even in my waking hours thinking how will i achieve success today that in a week i'll be grateful for and i think that that's a fantastic mentality to have developed i think that that's an amazing trait um, for anyone to have however i think that also it's important to know when to turn that off and when it's okay to just sit still and take some time to truly and guiltlessly and i emphasize that guiltlessly just breathe and relax and so what i learned through therapy is that i have what's called anticipatory anxiety which means that my ability to anticipate things has caused me anxiety in certain circumstances especially um in my personal life i think that it's a fantastic trait to have in entrepreneurship and in a service-based industry um it is what allows me to cater to my clients in a way that feels like magic if i do say so myself but that doesn't often translate in personal um in personal uh in, in my personal life because it doesn't feel good to constantly be working and in personal interpersonal relationships it should not feel like work and so i just wanted to speak on this because i know that 
someone else out there who's in um in in the entrepreneurship feet um who's in who's what am i trying to say <laughs> i know that someone out there who is an entrepreneur can relate to not being able to turn that off and can empathize with what the results are of not being able to turn that off and so i wanted to just share a tool that my um therapist has given me because i asked him is there a cure for this okay so i have anticipatory anxiety i do not enjoy this what can i do to change this um actually what i said to him is how can i cope with this and he said you don't have to cope you can implement things that can reduce this and to simplify it it's important to it's important to understand that there is no perfect gear shift there is no perfect pace or speed and so when things get difficult the best analogy i can use is if you're in a car the same speed that you use to get from the suburbs to downtown is not the same speed that you would use to turn a corner or it's not the same speed that you would use when driving through a parking lot or up a hill or down a hill. It's important to constantly shift gears to meet the pace that is a, or make the pace that is appropriate for the circumstances. And so with this anticipatory mindset that I've developed, I'm realizing that I have to separate what is I have to separate what is a fantastic skill set in my professional life and also just be fully present and mindful in my personal life. As most of you know, um, the last, especially on the podcast time I spoke about uh, dating was a long distance relationship that lasted for two years. Um, Since then, that has obviously ended. Um, Well, not obvious to all, but for those who know me, Um, That relationship had ended and I spent um, like the last almost two years dating and eventually I met someone that I really like and it's been very interesting um, dating someone who isn't long distance because I had become kind of used to the format of a long distance relationship, which was that when I'm home, I'm focused on business. Realistically, there is no way of seeing my partner. Therefore, I cannot expect to see him. So I compartmentalize my personal life and work life. When I'm at home, work, work, work. Work until I'm blue in the face. It doesn't matter. And so now dating someone who is local, I thought that I could implement those things. But my desires are different because this person is close. <laughs> and so with that being said, um, a, a different set of circumstances uh, comes with this new dynamic. And a, a very interesting saying or, or quote comes to mind and came to mind a lot with the the start of dating um, this, this person and it is that we're all healed until we're triggered and what that means to me and what it meant to me especially is that during therapy I worked through so many things that I saw as problems and I prided myself on growing beyond those particular 
issues or circumstances or um, belief systems that I had created in my mind. And so I went into dating with confidence. If I'm being fully transparent, I went into it thinking this is the best me that you could ever get. There's nothing to complain about. I'm doing the best I've ever been doing uh, with my career. I'm healed. I've done therapy. I work out. I take care of my skin, hair. Like I'm I'm on point. I'm on 10. It could get no better. However, we're all healed until we're triggered. And what that means is that being in a having a relationship that is personal and romantic, I think brings out a different side of us. Um there's a, a different element of softness and emotional um, investment that comes with it. And baby, <laughs> I have been gagged. And what I mean by that is initially I went into it like, I'm cool. I'm cool as a cucumber. But being dating someone who is close is like standing close to a mirror. It has been it has constantly revealed my strengths and weaknesses, things that I need to work on, things that I am happy to see that I've developed. Um, and with that being said, to bring it all the way back around, um, being someone who is kind of fixated on, you know, wanting to constantly improve. I naturally saw, oh, these are weaknesses. These are things that I need to work on. Therefore, let me get back into therapy. Let me work these things out. Sounds great, right? I don't think that it's a bad thing. However, sometimes, again, it's important to simply breathe. You cannot will a flower to bloom. You cannot push a flower closer to the sun to make it bloom. You cannot water it more to make it bloom. You can only create a beautiful environment for a flower to bloom when it is ready. And so with this particular um, relationship, I initially was in a rush because that's how I have been programmed. As an entrepreneur, I see a problem, I create a solution immediately. And then it's on to the next thing. What else needs fixing? Boom, another solution. But when it comes to another person, and it sounds so silly for me to say this, but when it comes to another person, you just can't approach it that way. You have to factor in their emotions and their set of circumstances and their belief systems. And I've never, I feel stunted and I feel kind of, like embarrassed to say it but that's not it's just like a lesson that I missed <laughs> I, would, I had just been so focused on achieving and succeeding in my personal life that that's the approach I had in dating and it just doesn't work that way per se um and so with that being said I kind of ran myself wild until I realized you know this valuable very simply put lesson to just breathe um and i just use that because with my podcast i do use my personal life to inspire others to be vulnerable and reflect on their personal lives so i just use that as an example as as an example to recognize a 
an obstacle in my life, a challenge in my life, a quote unquote problem that needs fixing, but more importantly than recognizing the problem or the deeper part of recognizing the problem is to get to the root of it. Once upon a time, I would vilify myself or say, you know, this is wrong or, you know, this needs fixing or I, it's not a good thing that I am this way. But more importantly, I think is to understand why I have the thought patterns and belief systems and approaches to obstacles that I have. I think that that allows me to be softer with myself and and accept myself because we are all who we are for a reason and we always deserve grace and softness and love from ourselves. So with that being said, um, it's not that I'm sharing this because it's something that I have learned to do, just breathe, um, but it's something that I'm practicing regularly, moment by moment, day by day, brick by brick, simply allowing myself to breathe and feel and absolve myself of the anxiety of anticipating what will happen next, what should happen next, what I should do next. And it hasn't been very long, but already implementing those tools, implementing the very simple tool of just breathing has been so helpful. And so anyone that can relate to having anticipatory anxiety or any form of anxiety, uh, I wanted to share this episode because it's there's there's so much to life and it's so much more complicated when we have problems and don't have solutions to them. And so that's what I want to inspire with this podcast. I want to connect with my clients connect with my listeners uh who who I've already um who've already been listening to this podcast and continue to inspire healing in a in a vulnerable way in a transparent way in an imperfect way um in a way that's real and raw so that when I hit the stop button on this episode I don't feel the need to have to live up to the lesson that I spoke on. I am right alongside all of you. We're all supporting one another in our growth, in our betterment, in our development, just constantly doing our best out here. So thank you all so much for listening. I know it's been a long, long time for the people who have already been listening to Good Vibes. So again, I say thank you. If you'd like to keep the conversation going, you can always write the show at Chat Good Vibes. And until next time, start a conversation with someone and continue to spread these good vibes. Bye.